Hey, it's Tony Bruschi from Real Ghost Stories Online. As we enter into another year of the podcast, I can't thank you enough for listening and hopefully your support. With more options than ever before for podcast listening, supporting this program and becoming an extra podcast person is more important than it ever has been in the past. And I always try and make it worth your while to be a supporter. For only $5 a month as an EPP, an extra podcast person, here's what you get. You get access to our bonus episodes, brand new ones every single week, more than 300 in the archive that you get with our best ghost stories. You get a free e-copy of our best-selling book, Real Ghost Stories, Haunting Encounters Told by Real People. You also get the audiobook version of it, as well. In addition to that, you're going to get advanced episodes of our program released to you weeks before they go to the public and they're commercial free. So if you're a big listener of the show, you want to cut the ads out, you want to cut this plea out as well, become an EPP, an extra podcast person at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. You're going to get all of that. On top of that, you also get access to our video archive of our episodes of Seeing Ghosts with new episodes coming in 2020. You get advanced ticket sale options when we go and do live shows so you can get seats before everybody else and a whole lot of other extras throughout the year as a supporter of our program for only $5 a month. Please consider supporting the show you guys spending that $5 a month as a whole is what keeps this alive. Without the support, we will not exist. So if you listen, if you've been an EPP in the past, please consider signing back up to be an extra podcast person and help this show survive. We love doing it, but we can only do it with your support. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. And thank you for your support. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, once you discover your grandparents' house is haunted, how do you tell your family? How do you discover who's haunting it? Is there a way to help the spirits pass on without frightening everyone? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Then it is 855-853-4802, our phone number to share your real ghost story with us or write on at realghoststoriesonline.com. If you want all the bonus material, all the EPP bonus episodes, brand new ones every single week, as well as uh, advanced episodes of the show, uh, e-copy of our book, audio book there for you as well. Become an extra podcast person at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to help support the show and keep it on the air. Tony and Jenny Bruski joining you once again. Hi. And how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I um I want I should I want to make note of this uh because the last couple EPP episodes now in in this year of 2020 um kind of have uh it, it's like an upgraded feel to them. Okay. Uh, I uh, last it's been a year now since we kind of changed the format of the EPP bonus episodes um to what they are and it's just it's strictly stories uh with kind of a, a musical aspect to them to really kind of help sell it and, and share then i should say sell it but that's really what it, it, it set the feel set the feel uh set the mood it. and 
I'm always looking for ways to like improve things. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, well, what can I do with this? How can I, you know, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, as of 2020, as of all the EPP bonus episodes in this year, um, I was just messing around putting some episodes together in 2019. Like, you know, I, I kind of like this idea of adding, because uh, we add some really neat music to it last year um, that really sets the mood, but it's all been instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it was kind of like what I had from the the music libraries that I use. Because there's these libraries out there that me as a company needs to buy rights to use mm-hmm. um, in into, into our productions. And and I thought, well, there's, and I found this one that it has like lyrics, um, like artists singing in okay. it. And it's all these independent artists from all over the world, really. Um, and years ago you would find that stuff and be like oh my god that's horrible it's like 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 david davidson sings the hits you know and it's mm-hmm. just like oh god um but i listen to some of this stuff i'm like damn this is like really good music like i would listen to this and with your radio history you would know good versus bad yeah and there and the thing is it's like all popular music is is now marketed to 14 year old girls uh that's just the way it always has been mm-hmm. um but there's you know Everybody downloads their music here and there, and the whole indie artist thing is big if that's what you're into. I, I got to play some of these for you because you're going to be like, what is that? Okay. I like it. <laughs> um, and I, I found this this service that I, I bought into to to use their, their music, and it's really cool. And this stuff really sets the mood now on EPP bonus episodes, and there's there's vocals to mm-hmm. it. And I, it's not like I'm, I'm not stopping down for like three-minute, four-minute songs in between stories, but there's like, you know, 60-second hooks and riffs and pieces of songs um, that really kind of help set the mood of the episode. I'm a total dork about this stuff. <laughs> That's why you can tell I'm really excited. But it really, it, it, it's like putting music to a movie. Okay. You know, it, it elevates it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you haven't listened to an EPP bonus episode lately, uh, check it out. It's, you can hear it in the preview episodes, but it, it far extends into the full episodes. Um, and there's some really neat stuff in there. Like ever since I was doing that the other day, I made three episodes in a row and I'm like, I really want to go make more. <laughs> to me, it's just fun. It's mm-hmm. just kind of piecing that all together. Um, but anyway, that's in the EPP episodes now. Do check it out um, at uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. A lot of love goes into every episode. I'm going to probably end up having to like note who the artists are in this stuff because I know I'm going to get at, at who's singing this. Yeah. And then you can go find them. I'm sure they have web pages and stuff. And But it's not stuff you're going to hear on the radio. It's, sure. it's like exclusive kind of. Unless it's used in other commercials. I mean, that's really what it's for. It's for ads, but I'm using it for the podcast. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go uh, to a uh, letter. And it says, so I've written twice before about my uh, ghost friend, Cheryl, and my sister's ghost friend, Claudia. Uh, I've made sure to use punctuation marks in this story just for you, Tony. Hey, bonus. Uh, It appears in some way or another, my family has the paranormal around us. I want to tell you about the house my great-grandpa owned up until he died. 
The house uh, he owned was a large red brick three apartment house. There were also two garages with the house that looked like old red barns. The yard was vast. It had multiple maple trees to climb and one huge, beautiful weeping willow tree. The yard went all the way up to the railroad track that ran through the woods. Originally, the house was used for what I was told, a rest stop brothel. It's weird to think of my hometown having a brothel, but apparently there was. My mom told me that uh, she was told either by my great-grandma or great-grandpa that when they bought the house, instead of the house being divided into apartments, it was divided into various compartments uh, for the uh, activity that would take place. That house and all of its apartments were haunted. At one point, my uncle used to live in the side apartment as he was going through a rough separation with his horrible ex-wife, and he had told me he would pay me to get off the bus at my great-grandpa's and clean his apartment for him as he was working a lot and dealing with custody issues and didn't have the time. I took the offer getting close to driving age and needing to save up money, but whenever I was there and would go up the stairs, I would walk sideways up the stairs to the bedrooms because I felt like I was being followed and watched. I hated cleaning the bedrooms for the same reason. Also because I would hear footsteps above me or in other rooms when I was alone and there were only two floors. Not long after I told my uncle I couldn't do it anymore, unfortunately. I felt bad and he is uh, my godfather and I knew all of what he was going through, but I was too creeped out to continue cleaning. In the single-floor apartment above the main one my great-grandparents lived in, a friend and former boss of my dad lived there with his wife and stepson, who was creepy and wound up in prison about seven years ago. My dad said that his friend would tell him that he would come home to find their toothbrushes on the floor in the shape of a triangle right as they walked through the door. They had other activities, but I wasn't informed of it. Once that apartment was vacant, my mom and dad, my uncle and my dad and uncle's uncle and I were in the upstairs apartment as they were renovating it before my dad's uncle moved into it. My mom and I were in the bedroom and she was telling me about the compartments that used to be there and I suddenly felt as though the floor dropped down a little and got lightheaded for a moment or two. I firmly believe something was around me then, though I never saw anything. As my great-grandpa got older and after his wife died, sadly in his arms, he would sleep or nap on the couch and he would wake up seeing a little girl standing in front of him and he would ask her who she was. I can't remember if I was told if he ever had gotten a reply or not, but with the family knowing the history of the house and knowing it's haunted, whether residual or not, we never question his sanity. When you would go into my grandpa's apartment, you always felt watched wherever you were, but I can't say I ever felt threatened, just unnerved by being watched by something I couldn't see. The one garage on the right had a back room that gave me the creeps too, but nothing ever really happened in there. My, my great-grandpa just hid from my great-grandma there. Sadly, I have no other stories about my great-grandparents' house. As upon his death, my dad's side of the family had a severe falling out due to two of his children. I won't go into it, but we do not speak to them anymore. I do know my cousin, my dad's, uncle my, my dad's uncle's daughter, lives in one of the apartments now with her fiancé husband. Not sure of their status now with their two children. She's a free spirit. So I'm assuming if she had any paranormal activity occurring in the apartment or house, since I'm sure my dad's uncle lives there too in one of the apartments, she would have posted about it. I have two other stories about my great-grandmother on my mom's side's house and my dad's father's house, but I'll write in again with those. Thank you for this podcast. It really makes my day go faster. I plan to become an EPP soon. 
Have a good day. That's going to make for some very interesting holidays. <laughs> you think? You go over to Grandma and Grandpa's former brothel house, and then, you, you know, you hear about what's going on, and that's just terrible. Grandma and Grandpa's former brothel house. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. No. It's, um, you know, in, in our last episode, we were talking about things that... Um, society deemed like okay mm -hmm. and then it all you know we went away because it's like oh, it's real. i mean i know brothels technically still exist in some places you know legally um and, and and then illegally but as far as it being like every town has one like an oldies it's not exactly <laughs> you know not exactly the thing anymore no um it it led me to wonder, and it kind of goes off topic, but that, that they made me think about that. Where it's like every town did have that mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know. Not that I remember, but you hear stories like, "Oh, this this lovely little this charming boutique that uh, that sells women's clothing and all sorts of other wonderful goods." Uh, is was once a brothel. Yeah. Why are you smelling my tea? I, I have a story. Okay. <laughs> Um, it just made me like think of you know just the oddities of, of some of the older buildings and anyway what's what's gonna come and go from today to uh, tomorrow I kind of lost when you started sniffing tea I'm like what is she doing okay okay what's the story all right so this morning as I'm getting harp ready to leave yeah I'm walking through the downstairs and I keep smelling something mm -hmm. and it smells perfumey and it's like what is that? And then I think, oh, Libby's probably got, you know, one of her candles on the candle warmer and or perfume galore. You know, yeah. there's been more than one time where we've had to tell her to dial it back. Don't do 52 sprays. So I go up there and it's not her room and I can't find the smell anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's just was as I'm walking through the living room, I was like, what is that? And then I'm kind of like, why does it smell like some old lady's perfume? Is it tea? It's your tea. You started it. <laughs> In the morning, you set your thing to go off before you get up. No, I don't. But I, I, I was in the bathroom. We, 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 we were strangers in the morning. We passed <laughs> each other. I, because I got up, I made my tea. I went to the restroom. Then I heard you come through the house, mm -hmm. and we completely missed each other by like a couple seconds. Yeah. So the tea was. Yeah. No. So I'm glad to know it's just your old lady perfume tea. And not like the ghost of some old lady just wanting to watch the kids get ready in the morning. Can you identify what flavor it is? No, I have play no name idea. that tea? It smells like Fruit Loops. Take a sip. Nope. I'm good. I'm, I'm just glad to know what it was because I was like, it was really bothering me to mm -hmm. not know where that was coming from or what it was. Jenny has this thing right now where she's, we're, we're somewhat new to the house and, and she's kind of, you know, feeling it out to make sure it's not haunted. I'm still in the adjustment phase. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're good. But You've had a couple scares. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where our seven-year-old was fucking with you. She likes to fuck with me. It took me a while to get used to the doors closing when the air kicked on because our last two houses didn't do that. Yeah. And then your old lady smelling perfume tea. <laughs> so. It's ginger peach. It smells like ethyl. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I name... <laughs> I don't give them names, but I write what the bag says on the, the top because I put them in a mason jar above the tea maker and it's mm. like this ginger peach. I should just cross that off. I should put a new new lid on that mason jar and just put ethyl. Yeah, it's ethyl. <laughs> I'm making some ethyl, honey. Would you like some? <laughs> ethyl. 
Well, there you go. You want you want a real proof that raspberry one is super perfumey too. Yeah. I, I try not to get super perfumey ones. Every once in a while when I buy my, I like tea. I drink mm-hmm. tea all day. Uh, it helps with my voice and talking. Um, I don't like super perfumey teas, but every once in a while, the place I order them from, they have something new. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let's try it. And I order like a half pound at a time. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I'll get through this at some point. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going through somewhere. I don't know that I'm going to reorder that one. I don't mind it, but it's not my favorite. Okay. I like the lemon. There's like a green lemon one mm-hmm. I drink a lot of. Well, I was just sitting here and I got a whiff and I was like, I wonder if that's your tea. And that's why I started smelling your tea in the middle of the show. <laughs> Glad we... Uh, We've established that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Here's another one. It says here a few stories of spirits that were with my grandma uh, Adeline before she passed. I took care of grandma at my house before she passed at 96. We have Native American uh, in us, but my grandma was raised to never mention it. If you look at my great grandma's uh, picture, Uh, which they attached. I do not have it in front of me. You can see it for sure. Anyway, towards the end of her life, she was seeing spirits and started talking about the reservation she played at and how they were over her, uh, ready for her arrival. This really surprised me as she never spoke about it before. In fact, if I mentioned our Native American side, we all took DNA tests, she would say, oh, uh, me. I I get to do old lady voice. This is awesome. Okay. Okay. Oh, Mia, we are English. Okay. You're like, just move on. That added so much to the story. Didn't it? Which made me laugh. So I hope there's more quotes in here. So in her room, she was in her hospice bed and I had a little security camera so I could see her in her room in the night in case she needed me. I had the app on my cell phone so I could see and hear her anytime. Now, she did have dementia, so she did hallucinate, but I am sure she saw spirits and she would ta- uh, talk to them and it would give her great comfort. She was the last to go and she had a crowd waiting for her. So in the middle of the night, I would just get a feeling and with the night vision, I could see her uh, and the nightlight. Sometimes she was talking in her sleep and it was scary. Her arms would be in the air and she would be touching something and laughing. But this one time the camera was facing her bed and left of her bed was the lamp and she was a scaredy cat. So I had to keep it on, but put a low watt bulb so it wasn't too bright. I'd watched her in the middle of the night most nights for about a year. I had this sick sense of when she was awake or needed me. But this one night, she was so active and talking and moving and using her hands, arms straight up in the air. So I was watching. I noticed the lampshade had movement. It's so hard to describe, but it was like a mini movie was on her lampshade. There were figures that were moving and it was like whatever she was talking to was on the lampshade and they were going back and forth. Her head even turned that direction, even though it was uh, over her light, over her right shoulder, like two mini figures sideways floating, speaking to her. I only saw that once, but I couldn't believe what I was saying. I knew she would get visitors towards the end. One time she didn't know me as I sat next to her. I would sit and watch old movies with her on the Turner Network. As I sat next to her, I saw her look at me like she didn't know me. I knew it was part of dementia, so I didn't say anything. I saw her look out the window and roll her eyes and look at me and then the window again. I had been silently crying because I knew the end was coming. Suddenly she says, Hey, you! The man in the window says to stop crying. This is life and it will be okay. I should have read that more in advance. I could have done a better delivery on it. 
Okay. I'll, I'll just keep going. And I swear when I looked at the window, I had seen something pass quickly, like something you see out the corner of your eye, but not sure. At night, I always did the same thing. She'd fall asleep and I would turn off her TV and take out, uh, hear, take out her hearing aids. And she would tell me she was tired. And I'd kiss her forehead and turn her nightlight on and check the camera. It seemed things always happened around 2 or 3 a.m. I woke up and when I looked at the camera, I heard the noise and I was shocked. I think this had an EVP. <laughs> now it's just popping. Okay. And I was shocked. I knew I turned everything down. I've been doing this almost two years at this point, and I did it like clockwork. So I sat up and listened again. It sounded like a crowd in the bar or a restaurant, but it was dark and just her sleeping with her nightlight. I swore it sounded like she was in one of her old movies having dinner and people talking and laughing and having drinks. Did I leave the TV on with one of her old movies? I was scared and went into her room and everything was off. I didn't hear anything. I know for a fact she had spirits just waiting for her. And they had a great time when she got there. I also have a few stories from my grandpa, too. I was blessed to be with both of them when they passed. I hope you enjoyed my stories and others can see that there's a lot of spirits surrounding you when you pass. And parties. Love the podcast, Marcella. That's got to make it more comforting when you start to see people you know just so that you aren't quite so scared mm -hmm. you know it lets you know there are people on the other side yeah i uh, i completely agree and and we uh, it, it's easy to to kind of pacify look oh it's dementia it's just this or just mm -hmm. that and i think there's a combination of things going on yeah. I think there's sometimes where, yes, there is certainly part of the disease that is affecting the brain and making people hallucinate. But then you actually have the cases where there are elements to these things that they're seeing or hearing that the folks who are not suffering from dementia are picking up on. Mm -hmm. What the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, that only points to this is not all just this disease mm -hmm. that's that's eating away. There, There's something else um, that's going on there. Um, thank you for sharing that story with us. It was a good one. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. I think I found what I want for, well, it's January. For Valentine's? This might be a good Valentine's present. Okay. Um... I don't think you'd let me use it, though, because it would kind of scare everyone. They, uh, you know, the uh, patios, not patio stones, but like fire stones, phones, stones that you put into a burn pit or a gas burn pit. Mm -hmm. um, somebody is now making human skull ones. Oh, that's nice. And they're big. They look like human skulls. Mm -hmm. And you get a, a bunch of them, and then you put them into your your patio burner, whatever it may be. Uh, you could even do it with real, you know, not even a propane one if you just want to, you know, keep it ignited from the bottom somehow with kindling. And it looks like you have a pile of burning skulls. Great. <laughs> You're not jumping on this. Like, thank you for the idea. That sounds lovely. No, not so much. It's really kind of cool. I wish I had a way to show you. I do have a way to show you. you can, can you see that monitor there? Is yeah. that Okay. See, see this one over here? That's disturbing. <laughs> Only 36.68. Yeah, thankfully it has it's a six uh, pack. two stars. That one does, but this one over here is 48. 
but I think that's like a one pack for $50. So these cheaper ones have the bad reviews. Like here's one that looks like Satan. Wouldn't this be great for like a barbecue? With people over? <laughs> Coming over for the campfire? <laughs> right. My hopes of ever entertaining the new neighbors is gone now. <laughs> It's neat, but I don't really know. I, I really, it'd be great for Halloween if you had, although you don't want to. It's wanna, a little much even for Halloween. You think? Yeah. Yeah. A Halloween party or something. I was going to say, you don't really want open flames around when the trick-or-treaters are walking up. Mm -mm. That would probably be a bad idea, but it is a unique idea. I got to give them that. That's kind of What's cool. going on with this one? He's kind of like disturbing. These? Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think they... I don't like these two that much. I don't think they look very authentic. I like this one. These are okay. These are not. They're, they're creepy though. Look at that one. The pic. Just <laughs> That's just messed up. Uh, it's hilarious. 855-853-4802 uh, to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them. Let's go to the caller. Hi. Let's hear your ghost story. Hey, Tony, it's Caitlin. Um, I've called a couple stories in before, but um, the funny thing is I've been writing out all the experiences I have because I write them in a little book. And I thought of one. I remembered one that happened, and I thought I would call in to tell it because it is uber, 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 uber freaky. Not necessarily paranormal, but, well, I mean, very freaky. Don't know what you would call it, but I think you may find it very, very interesting. Um, so I consider myself a medium sidekick, things like that. But I was, we all know that Notre Dame had burned. Well, weird story about that, and this is going to freak you out, but I swear to you, I literally have evidence of this on my phone as we speak, and it, it's crazy. So... The night before all that had happened, I had watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Classic Disney movie. Who can forget it? Well, for some dead darn reason, out of nowhere, hadn't watched it in a couple years, but for some reason, I mean, I was just really wanting to listen to the soundtrack. I was like, man, I want to, I just want to listen to it. And the one song. <laughs> I wanted to listen to on the Hunchback of Notre Dame soundtrack was Hellfire. And all it talks about is how that gypsy's gonna burn. There's fire everywhere. Fire, 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 Notre Dame fire. And I listened to it all night long. I mean, all night long. And I would sing it and I was like, man, this is such a bop. This is awesome. Love this song. Well, what a coinciding that the next morning I wake up and on the news Notre Dame is on fire <laughs> now I've, I've had freaky stuff happen to me don't get me wrong but that really tooted my horn right there I was like oh my god what just happened <laughs> so I'm sitting there at my office I work at a medical office and of course I have horror stories at that place and they already know my abilities because my co-workers were amazing I love them. But I was like, girl, sit down. I got to tell you all something. So I told them I had been listening to the soundtrack. And the specific song that I was listening to was Hellfire. 
and I literally wake up the next day and Notre Dame is on fire. And I have not told anyone this besides my coworkers and a couple of my friends. Even my family doesn't know that I would, well, I think my grandma, I don't know. But I remember that happening. And I even have the screenshot date of when I saved Hellfire onto my Spotify. And it shows the night before it even happened. And on my YouTube, it shows on my history when I watched Hellfire. And it is the night before Notre Dame burnt down. And I don't know if you would call that paranormal, if I'm the paranormal person. I mean, like I said, I do consider myself very, 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 very sensitive. And it, it's my life. Sensitivity is my life. I I do stuff for that. Um I help people out, stuff like that. But that was just one of those moments where you're like, holy crap, my abilities took me to a whole new level, and I'm kind of freaked the balls out about it. Um, So, yeah. Um, For someone born in Kentucky, a little small-town girl, I must say, that really shook me up, and... um, I thought you all would find it very, very interesting um, that that happened. I mean, I remember waking up that day, and when I seen on the TV Notre Dame was on fire, my jaw just dropped. Like, my whole heart just dropped. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, man, I'm never going to be able to listen to another song again that I am just dying to listen to because who knows I may cause another natural disaster and I just I was like okay that's it can't go off of my urges on music cake now I kind of have to just sit down and listen to what I have because obviously that shouldn't be a thing I should do anymore (laughs) but I thought I would call that story and um I hope it blew your mind as much as it did mine and I'm the one that experienced it what do you think? I think it was an inadvertent message, like mm-hmm. premonition. I think she caused it. She should be put in jail. No, I don't think she caused it at all. But I think <laughs> she was, you know, I, I think instead of thinking, oh, that might happen, it's more so, oh, let's watch that movie. You know, I think something, you know, spiked her, her senses, I guess. But she took it as it's time to watch the movie, not this might happen tomorrow. <laughs> I think the universe does that sometimes mm-hmm. where for whatever reason it's, you know, signs emerge that point to things and we don't really know why or how, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe that was just all that was. Yeah. Um, but uh, I can see that being really kind of free. I, I get why she's kind of like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, just the weird kind of coincidence. I mean, this is a movie that's 20 some years old, the Disney animated film that was never really all that popular either. Just and or mm-hmm. the soundtrack mm-hmm. um, for that matter. Um, you know, just, just it's an obscure thing. Yeah. And then boom. So, yeah, that's uh, it's creepy. I was, of course, when she mentioned you know, like a Disney soundtrack from the 90s, I'm like, oh, what was the, the song off of that one? Nothing. That no, was a hit. There was no hit. That was the one that was a complete and utter flop in terms of soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Did nothing. Because you had like Lion King that was big. You had um, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, even Tarzan had like mm-hmm. 
Phil Collins. The movie didn't do anything, but the soundtrack did. This one, nothing. Yeah. There was an attempt by All for One. Oh, really? <laughs> remember All for One? Mm-hmm. Uh, a song called Someday, which I do not remember. Uh, and there was a Bette Midler tune as well on there. Hmm. God Help the Outcasts. Um, other than that, uh, nothing really was a hit song off of that. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't care for that movie. I don't think I ever saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't I singing Bette Midler in the store the other day? What was it about? I don't remember which song you were singing. I was breaking into Bette Midler at Home Depot. <laughs> There's a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I, I don't know either. But uh, it was something. Uh, anyway, interesting. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. Uh, as we're wrapping up this episode, I brought up um, I brought up some of these these songs. Okay. The EPP, so you can kind of get a taste of what I'm talking about. So it's not just me um, gushing over how much I like them. And I heard like this. Like a 14-year-old girl. Oh, my God. It's like <sighs> Lance is just the cutest. And I have posters of all these people everywhere. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I, I this was this closed out an episode. Uh, I think EPP 282 is what I closed out the episode with. And I, I when I heard this, I thought of you because I'm like, this sounds like something I think uh, Jenny would really uh, enjoy. It kind of has that. Uh, I came from the mud. Desert on my hands. Huh? Yeah. What, what, what group am I thinking of that kind of has this feel? Um, there's a few hipster groups that kind of sound like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, maybe not this song specifically, but they have other stuff. This is called Howling at the Moon. Yeah. And uh, so that's in there, but it's not just uh, you know hipster type stuff that that's in here. There's all sorts of interesting. Uh, uh, Never knew a moment could feel so right, could slow down time like this. A lot of the stuff really kind of has a haunting vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Everything I needed is in anywhere. So anyway. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Uh, I was like, these are really interesting artists. It sounds really good. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. Check it out on the EPP bonus episodes. Um, it's a little little snippets here that separate some of the stories um, that really kind of uh, help uh, the feel of it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna download this stuff and put it on my uh, on my MP3 player oh, on my God. iPod. I'm gonna put it on my phone because uh, actually I I think I've actually I'm excited because here's why. Uh, it's been a long time since I found new music that I like. Yeah. I am always reverting back to music of 20 years ago and going, I like this. I like this. This is the first time I've like found a plethora of music that I'm like, this is good. This is really, I would listen to this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's odd, but I'm excited about it. So anyway, check that. If anyone wants to know who any of the artists are, just uh, shoot me an email or I'll, uh, I'll start making a note to post that. Uh, in the uh, episode notes so everyone can uh, can find out. Uh, there you go. That wraps up today's EPP, or not EPP. This wraps up our regular episode of Real Ghost Stories <laughs> Online. If you want an EPP bonus episode, or all of them, uh, get it five bucks a month, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash Stories. Until next time, for uh, Jenny, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. We expect a lot from our homes. They're more than a place to hang your hat. They're where you try your hand at gardening and new recipes. Rest and recharge, work and play. And that's why at Home Advisor, we're committed to keeping your home up and running. 
Whether you need to repair an overloaded appliance or you're looking to create a backyard retreat worthy of a summer staycation, use the HomeAdvisor app day or night and we'll find a local pro to get the job done right. Whatever you need, we'll do everything to fix your everything. Download the HomeAdvisor app today to get started. Hey, it's Tony Bruski along with Jenny and Carol Hughes inviting you to come check out our brand new podcast, Office Horror Stories. You're going to fart my presence and just leave it. When I pick up a cup, I try to take a sip. It's Greg's chew. Like, spit take right into the screen. I know. can't unhear that. It's a show jam-packed with stories of crazy bosses, insane co-workers, and workplaces from hell. I'm seriously getting in trouble right now for being a hard worker. Pick your ear, nose, rub your eye that clearly probably is pink eye. Here, let me handle those apples for you. So not only is it gross that you're getting bacteria onto the money, but you're getting bacteria up into... something else. And the best part, you're invited to share your workplace nightmare or office horror story as well. Just search Office Horror Stories wherever you download podcasts, click subscribe, and start binging away now. You know, I'm single, and then I listen to stories like that, and I'm like, that person found someone? You've been carrying on a not-so-discreet affair with one of the day shift supervisors and had skipped town with her and literally thousands of dollars of client money that have been earmarked for employee incentives. I wish I had a kid. Because if I had a kid, I could call in sick a lot. I could leave early a lot. And not saying you know? that they were making it up. But yes, I have worked with people who make that shit. Our brand new podcast, Office Horror Stories. New episodes weekly, available wherever you download podcasts.